coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. If you're sitting here trying to be for every man, you're going to get every man and not the one that's for you. Let me say that again and get a little closer to the camera. If you try to be for every man, if you try to perform for every man, you're going to get every type of man instead of the one that is for you. Okay? So that means that you're looking for one, someone that is perfect for you. Not perfect, but perfect for you. And how are you going to find that if you're trying to be for everyone? If you're trying to please a whole collective of men? That's what I mean by being a good woman. Don't be that type of good woman. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey girlfriends, it's your girl, mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D, back with the Hey Girlfriend podcast. And today... We're going to be talking about when being a good woman doesn't serve you or how to stop being a quote-unquote good woman. Now, I'm going to tell you, of course, more about what I mean. Y'all, some of y'all may be thinking, if you're new here, you may be thinking like, what kind of shit is that? To say not to be a good woman, I'm going to always be a good woman. You know, you may feel a little conflicted with the thumbnail, just saying it. But I hope you clicked on it and your mind is open and you're ready to receive what I have to say. Because, trust me, it's going to make sense by the end. (laughs) So, without further ado, I want to say let's just jump right into it. You know I don't like to lollygag in the beginning. I want to get right into it while it's fresh in my mind too. So, here we go. With being a good woman... What I mean is it's time or there should come a time in every woman's life where she determines her own set of standards and values and things for her life. There should come a time to where she starts to use her own wisdom and she's no longer being caught up in the patriarchy or maybe caught up in what her parents may have taught her and what I mean by what your parents taught you is that sometimes it's you have to put a filter on it if you feel like that as you get older and you start to develop if you feel like well no I'm gonna say that it may be time as you get as you get of age to look back over some of the lessons and things that your mother or father taught you 
and see if it still fits your life today. Dare to actually venture out and discover you and what is right for you, regardless of what society says, regardless of what your mom or daddy said. You know, it's time for you to venture out and learn what is for you and what's for not and what's not. So, and another thing when it comes to being like a quote unquote, air quotes, good woman, is that a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this too, so I'm not trying to out y'all talking about me too, a lot of times we're so focused on being a good woman to a man. You know, we're so caught up in what they say is a good woman, and so we then we find ourselves beginning to perform, if you will, to acquire a man or to get a man or to be what he wants. And so we find ourselves trying to be that good woman. Like, I'll tell you a little story about myself. You know, I'm never going to tell you something that I didn't go through myself and that I didn't have to work through and heal myself. So you ain't alone. That's what I'm going to say. You, you're not alone. Y'all know that. If you if you've been watching, you know that. So my story is a little embarrassing, but I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna lay it all out, like I lay everything else out. So if you don't know already, like with my exes, with John, the one that I have Toxic X Chronicles John, the book about, which is on AfmanNigger.net, by the way. For those that haven't read it. Then I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's in it <laughs> because in it you find that I'm basically trying to be whatever this man wanted. And even when I got with the ex after that, Sebastian, he comes up at the end of the book and I'm going to have a book about him separately too. And it's like I found myself in both of those toxic relationships Basically trying to not only be what they wanted, but I feel like I maybe didn't even really know myself. You know, I really didn't even know who I was. All I knew is that I wanted companionship. I wanted love and I wanted it badly. And so, of course, growing up in the house I grew up. With my parents, I seen my mom always seemingly like performing for my dad. Um, my dad came off like a very narcissistic type of insecure man. I didn't know it at the time, but as I got older, looking back over his relationships and marriages and how they overlapped and things like that, you know, the wheels started turning. And he would say a lot of things like, you know... How he would almost make it seem like the man was up here and the woman was down here, so to speak. Like the woman had her place, which in a sense, to a degree, I get it. But let me get to the point. I'm all off the point. Let me get to the point. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I would try to change up who I am to be with a man. I remember once with... My ex, I was with Sebastian. These are not their real names, by the way. If you didn't know, now you know. I was with my ex, who I call, who I call Sebastian. That's the second one after John. And I remember 
him telling me that, you know, and this was like maybe two years in, maybe a year in. It wasn't the beginning. And he was like, you know, I like women that are more natural. I don't like women that wear all that makeup or that wear weave and stuff like that. <laughs> and if you're looking at me, I mean, I've I've always been a girl that that loved makeup, that loved hair, weave. I've loved all that. But when he told me that, it was like a blow to the face. And I'm like, instead of, you know, fighting back and saying, well, this is me. Oh, well, what I go and do? I didn't stop wearing weave and makeup, but I made it as natural looking as possible. I can, if I can find an old picture, I'll put it here. I probably can't. But I talked about it before, a long time ago. I posted a picture of, it was me with barely any makeup on. You can tell that I lessened it a lot. I still had it on because I had my insecurities about my acne scars. And so I would wear it, but I tried to wear it as less as possible just for him. My weave, it would be like how, you see all this? I stopped doing that and that would make it like really short. Because once again, I wasn't quite insecure about my hair. It's just that my hair was a lot to manage and I like to keep a weave in it. So I made the weave much shorter, like neck length. And I remember I, I, you know, would do that and to see if that would please them. And it's like it still wasn't enough. I remember one time he told me he liked the pea coats, you know, like the little coats with the little double buttons. And it's like a wool like coat, like a pea coat. He told me he loved those. Why the next day when I seen him, I had I put on went and put on mine, and he called me out on it. It was so embarrassing. He was like, "So you went and put your coat on because I said I like that." I was like, "No, this just my coat anyway." Lying, and it's like I was always doing whatever I had to do in order to keep him. That's like I don't think in in my upbringing, and I think our parents from like if your parents are like from are born in like the fifties. Maybe 60s. Hell, maybe even 70s. If your parents are born around that gap. I feel like that their whole motto was basically keeping a man. It wasn't about the woman, so to speak. Or the woman making sure that she gets someone that treats her like a human being. Instead of like a arm candy or a commodity or someone that needs to be controlled. You know? And so it was always about doing what it takes to keep a man. But it's like no one ever taught a man what to do to keep a woman, you know? You didn't really hear much about that. So here I, here we were trying to be good women. And so leading on into how this affects your dating life, y'all. Girlfriends, when you're trying to be a quote-unquote good woman, think about who you're really being, who you're doing it for. Now, you may be a woman that is, you know, maybe you naturally do some of the things that men may like. Like, maybe you don't wear makeup. Okay, bet. Or maybe you don't like hair weaves. Or maybe you don't like nails. Or maybe you like to cover up, you know. Or maybe you are just generally, gen genuinely nice. What I'm saying is that all that is fine and dandy. But don't try to perform and be someone that you're not. Don't be so scared that you're never going to meet someone being yourself that you start to be someone else to get a man. You know, don't start performing for one because I promise you, you are not 
going to like the type of man you get from performing from one. From sitting here trying to be everything you think a man wants. Everything you hear them say that they want. Like they don't like a woman that does this, that, and that other. And so here you are trying to be that. And then you get the man and then you're trying to figure out why is this a toxic relationship? Why I feel like I'm losing myself? Why is it all about him? Why are they hurting me? Why is he not emotionally available? You're trying to figure out all these things because you basically perform to get in there. And so it also comes down to also setting boundaries. I feel like sometimes we become too nice and we're afraid to set boundaries because we're also afraid it's going to run them off. We're afraid to speak up for ourselves. We're trying to be a good woman. And we're afraid to say what we want because we're trying to be a quote-unquote good woman. And all that does right there is get you a bunch of shit that you don't even want. Think about it. If you get with a man and he says, oh, I don't like to go out on dates, you know. I don't like to go out that much. I like to chill at the house. I like house dates. I don't like to go out much and do this and that. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, well, damn, I really wanted a guy to take me out. You know, I really would like to be treated to nice restaurants. But you don't say anything. You try to bend to it like, okay, you know, trying to be a good woman. So you try to be, you try to bend to it. You try to say, oh, okay, that's fine. And it works maybe for like a month or two. You got the man. He's all chilling and happy. You know, he doesn't. he's oblivious to what's going on. And then you finally start to realize that this ain't what you really wanted. And then you flip and you change. Now you, you two are arguing, you know, because now you've decided you want more. And you want and you've decided that you need to speak up because you're unhappy. Because you started out trying to be a good woman, quote unquote, good woman. Because I don't want you to think that you have to be a bad woman or be a bitch. That's not what I'm saying. In between being a quote-unquote, when I say quote-unquote, I'm meaning that's what the terminology I'm giving for it. You know, for lack of better terms. For quote-unquote good woman, there's a lot of space in between being a good woman and being a bitch. Somewhere in the middle is a woman that is being assertive about what she wants a woman that has standards for what she wants a woman that has set her own values for what she wants a woman that is not afraid to set a boundary a woman that is not afraid to declare that that's not good enough for me a woman that is not afraid to say next you know you can't be you can't be this good woman that just accepting of everything trying to be accepting of so much because you don't want to lose them because you want to keep them. Because you're afraid you're never going to find someone. Or never have a chance at love again. Or afraid you're going to be alone forever. You may have all these fears playing in the back of your head. That's causing you to be passive like that. And when you're being passive like that. Yes, you're getting all the men. And yes, you may get one. But like I said again. Do you really want a man based off that? And so something that I had to learn is that. And not only doing so that it gets me in toxic relationships, trying to be this good woman that's that's so passive and so that is so that bends to whatever man a man may want instead of actually standing on her principle, her values, her standards, even her boundaries of what she really wants, and standing on her own self-love. When I wasn't doing that. That led me to be in those toxic relationships. And not only that, 
I was unfulfilled and unhappy. And yes, I got the man, but I lost myself. And so you have to ask yourself, what good is it to gain a relationship and a man, but not really be able to enjoy it because I'm not even fully showing up as myself. I'm not even fully being loved for who I am. I'm being loved for who I present as, who, I, who I'm performing as. I'm not even being loved for fully me. And it's not a good feeling. And so it was hard to break out of that, especially when you were raised in that. The patriarchy taught you that. Society taught you that. Especially when all that was around it. It was hard to break out and just dare to be my damn self and dare to just be all of me and be alone in that. Because honestly... It does take time to find someone to accept you when you're truly being your authentic self. It takes time, but I feel like you you waste less time doing that. You waste less time actually taking your time instead of just jumping into anything and showing up as anyone just to say you have someone. So what I started to do was I took a little time to myself. And I found a way to enjoy my alone time. I found a way to enjoy me and delight in me. You know, and that I remember I went and bought new makeup after I broke up with my last ex. I went and I got this really dark, pretty lipstick that I started wearing and I would wear it to work and everyone loved it. It was new for me, but I was like, okay. I got into wearing darker shades instead of trying to wear like the mute face just to please an ex. Um, I ventured out into different hairstyles I liked. I ventured out in different type of clothing I like. I did basically me. I didn't listen to anyone else. I didn't follow anyone else. I didn't compare myself to anyone else. I learned to do me. And also in doing that, I learned that I like dressing a little sexy sometimes. I like just like pushing the envelope a little bit with the sexiness. Not saying super sexy where I'm just like hanging out. And if you want to wear that and you feel good in that, okay, do you boo. But I'm saying for me and for you, you have to determine what feels good to you. What makes you feel alive? What makes you feel confident? Like, I really like the top I have on the day. I thought it was cute because it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's like cleavage, but not cleavage. It's like titties, but not titties, you know? <laughs> I just realized I said titties. <laughs> but y'all know what I mean. You know, I really love my top and I like my cleavage. I like my butt. I like clothes that fit me well. I like form for the clothes. I don't like anything that makes me look fatter than what I'm already am. I like my big hair. I love makeup. And guess what? My man loves it because he wants me to be happy. That's something you're going to have to realize is that there are a whole array of different men and people, whoever you date, you know, this is use your pronouns, whatever you want. There are a lot of men out there that actually want to delight in a woman being exactly who she is instead of performing for him. There are men that will love you for you. There are men that just want to see you happy. And I remember in the beginning, my husband would often tell me like when I was trying to decide on what to wear and do and stuff like that. Baby, whatever makes you happy, do it. And so I no longer go to him for about opinions or stuff. Sometimes I do. But he just really wants me to be happy. If I, if I have weaved down my back like I do right now, 
long ass weave in my hair, he don't care. If I wear lashes, makeup, he don't care. He just knows that that's what's going to make me thrive and come alive and feel happy. Now, there are some men that are particular about that. Those ain't for you. But those are not all the men in the world, girlfriend. You don't have to bend to just have someone. I promise you, you don't. You're not going to be happy with that. And so that's why I said you have to take the time to delight in yourself. Because if no one else will, at least you do. And I don't know if y'all watch Love is Blind. I got to jump on that real quick because I was thinking about the makeup and stuff. I was watching Love is Blind. And what's the couple? I think it's JP and... I'm going to look it up real quick because I just thought about it and I want to talk about it real quick. When is it? JP from... It's JP and Taylor. Yes. JP and Taylor. This love, this love is Blind season is like, oh my gosh. Doing the most. I don't really like any other couples that much. I don't know if y'all watch it, but I'm going to give y'all a little back, quick little backstory. So... JP is the guy and Taylor is the girl. So they met in the pods. Y'all, it's the pods of Love is Blind is where they can't see each other and they just meet and have an emotional connection. And then off based off the emotional connection without seeing each other, they decide, okay, you know, I want to get engaged to you. Let's get married. I want to take this further outside of the wall. So they bonded with the wall between them. And then when the wall came out and they met each other, I could instantly tell that his mannerisms were off. He was just like doing his little smirk like the whole time I heard. Like, hmm. I don't know if you ever seen that smirk. If you if you watching the video, he did it like that. He just if you look at the pictures of him and Google JP and Taylor, all you see is him just that little smirk the whole time. And I'm like, he's not delighted in her. He's not. And I kept watching, like, watch, they ain't gonna last. They ain't gonna last. So I kept watching and watching. And of course, what you know they broke up. And guess what the reason was? He said, when you came out, you know, when you first met me, you had all this makeup caked on and the fake lashes. It was just really fake to me. And I didn't like it. And she couldn't understand. And I wanted to scream at the TV like, girl, don't worry about it. Do you? And she started saying, well, I'm going to wear my makeup sometimes if I want to. And he was still just acting all unemotional. And he said that was an excuse. He said that was the reason. But even... While, you know, they went to, they, cause after they meet each other, they go to um, like a vacation with each other to see if they have a physical connection. And so she wore makeup the first time they met because she was trying to present herself and look cute, had a dress on, you know, when he proposed, she was trying to look, you know, really pretty. And she did. To me, the makeup wasn't caked on. It looked like, just like how mine about look, but I guess to him that's caked on, that's neither here or there. You have your preference. But anyway, even after that, the whole time they were on vacation, she didn't have on any makeup. She was barefaced, no lashes, no nothing. And he still was like so withdrawn from her. So I get, he said that that basically just made him turn him off. And it started everything. And I'm thinking to myself, so that couldn't come up before when y'all were talking, you know, before y'all actually met that you don't really care for makeup. I don't know. But the thing is, she said, like, sometimes I'm going to wear makeup. If I want to, I'm going to do it. And she ended up breaking up with him. She said, this is not going to work because they ended up having a big blowout over other stuff. But what I'm saying, y'all, you have to, you have to get up from the fucking table when what you want isn't being served, no matter what it is. You can't sit there and try to negotiate and will and deal with it or try to make some kind of, you know, compromise with it. 
Like some things, small things, yes, but compromising who you are and what you love and who and what you do for you, no. You can compromise on maybe where to live. You can compromise on if you want that rug in the living room or not. You can compromise on what you want for dinner. But compromising on how you show up as yourself and how you present yourself, no. You can't you can't negotiate on that. And you shouldn't have to. Because you're not gonna be happy. And Whatever man you with should want you happy. And so if he can't handle it and deal with it, that's not what he like, you have to get up from the damn table. And she did. And I'm glad she did. Because that wasn't going to work out. I was hoping she wasn't going to say, well, you know, maybe I just wear less makeup or I just stop wearing it. I thought she was going to say it because she kind of sat there and looked at him dumbfounded for a minute. Then she came back like, well, I'm not going to let you tell me what to do. If I like makeup, sometimes I'm going to wear it. If I'm going out, I'm going to wear it. And he was just like, oh, fine. Oh, I couldn't stand him. Oh, I couldn't stand him at all. But what I'm saying, y'all, you can't sit. You can't. You don't get what you want by being a good woman. You don't get what you want by negotiating for it. You don't get what you want by trying to compromise on who you are for it. You know? You're not going to get what you want that way. You're not going to get what you want by settling for a little bit of what you do want and just saying, okay, for the rest. You're not going to get what you want by not having boundaries, not being assertive. You're not going to get what you want that way. You're going to just waste time and be unhappy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You have to refuse to participate in anything that that's not in alignment with who you are, what you want. If it doesn't meet your standards, doesn't meet your needs, you have to just give it up and let it go. I know that may be hard because maybe you like a whole lot of other things about that person. But if it's the core of who you are and the core of what you want, if those conditions ain't being met, girlfriend, you got to get up and leave the table and not sit there and like mess over the food, quote unquote, you know. And I feel like that once I really finally, you know, anchored myself in that, in that belief that I have to show up and be me. And if they don't like it, oh, well, it doesn't mean that I'm wrong or something's wrong with me. I am a good woman, but I'm also good to myself first. I am a nice woman, but I do have boundaries and I do have needs and I am going to be assertive about them. So you see what I'm saying? You can be a good woman and a nice woman, but you still have to have that. You still have to have you, you know, you still have to be a good woman to you. And so that's what I decided to do. Like, I'm going to put me first and do what feels right for me. And whoever is attracted to that naturally that I attract, I pick from that. And so that's what I did. I picked from the guys that actually didn't mind me and who I was. Now, did I find a guy right away? Hell no. Hell no. But I started feeling better about dating because the process wasn't so traumatic for me anymore. I wasn't attaching prematurely to people and guys. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't losing myself in dating them. I would show up with myself, try it out. Didn't work. Okay, move on to the next. And that's what I did when I met my husband. Showed up as my full, authentic self. And he was fine with it. He loved it.
and still loves it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Trust, trust me. Trust Kindle. Trust. I want you to trust me that you can be your full self. And if you don't know who your full self is, get to self-discovering who you are. Don't be afraid to dibble and dabble in some things that you never dibble and dabble in. You know, I've just started wearing lashes maybe about five, six years ago. And I'm 37. So really in my 30s, I just started because I never, I just didn't think I would like them. And now I can't not wear them. <laughs> and I love them. And I'm saying that's just an example. Don't worry about society standards or respectability um, standards, whatever you want to call it. It's according to you, not according to him, them, whoever. It's according to you. What do you like to wear? What do you feel right in? How do you like to present yourself? How, what's your personality? Who are you? And show up is that. That's how you attract who's for you. And that's who you attract someone that's just like perfect for you. And you just mesh together. If you're sitting here trying to be for every man, you're going to get every man. And not the one that's for you. Let me say that again and get a little closer to the camera. If you try to be for every man. If you try to perform for every man. You're going to get every type of man. Instead of the one that is for you. Okay. So that means that you're looking for one. Someone that is perfect for you. Not perfect, but perfect for you. And how are you going to find that if you're trying to be for everyone? If you're trying to please a whole collective of men? That's what I mean by being a good woman. Don't be that type of good woman. And I'm going to tell you something else that I noticed that can cause resentment in either you or if I've seen resentment like this in other women. It's when... They are all about trying to, they've, they've tried to master, you know, um, pleasing the patriarchy, so to speak. They've, they've done what they thought being a feminine woman is. And being a feminine woman is not trying to please the male gaze. But patriarchy will make you believe that's what it is. It's trying to be what the male gaze wants. I can't tell you how many men... Jump on my page and say, that's too much makeup and that's that and that. And I'm like, I don't give a damn. We're not doing it for you. Like, I'm literally, when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm not thinking, oh, what man is going to like me today? I mean, for one, because I'm married. But for two, I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because I have to like what I see when I look in the mirror. I have to be delighted in me when I look in the mirror. I have to be delighted in how I look and how I feel. That boosts my confidence and when that confidence is boosted it exudes out of me so it starts with me first I have to make sure that I like me and it's not about making sure that everyone else and every other man in the world likes you you can't please a whole collective of people you cannot you will drive yourself crazy and not only that you'll lose yourself and so dare to be disliked dare to be rejected Dare for that man to pass you up because he doesn't like something about you. Oh, well, good riddance. Be happy that someone that he told you up front that that's not what he likes and he has to move forward. Let him go. Okay, please. I know sometimes it may hurt. You may be new to just being really in yourself. 
It may, you may feel slighted. You may feel rejected. You may feel unworthy, unlovable. You may feel like something is wrong with you. And it's not. You have to remove yourself from that and realize that it's just one person that doesn't like that. Maybe it's one or two you've met. Oh, well, they're not for you. They're not the only people in the world. There are other people in the world that will be delighted in you just as you are delighted in yourself. So please know that. Dare to just really evolve and develop yourself. I promise you, you're going to find yourself in better relationships. Dare to develop standards for yourself that maybe, you know, some men have told you they don't want to do or some men say it's too much. Like it was someone I was coaching that said she would prefer to be, you know, to communicate daily with her, whoever she's dating. And she didn't say that she means like talking on the phone for hours all day, every day, because, you know, people got to work, got shit to do. She was just basically saying, you know, I like to feel connected to my partner and I would like to hear from them every day. And she was telling a friend about this and they were like, oh, I could never do that. I'm, I can't be with a woman that wants me to talk to her every day. This was just a friend telling her. And she said it made her feel bad for wanting what she wants is maybe if she's asking for too much. And if you were, quote unquote, a good woman, you would taper down that requirement and say, OK, well, maybe if I just talk to him, maybe once every two days is not so bad. No, stop that. Stop being that good of a damn woman. You set your standard and say, this is what I want. If you can't do it, then someone else will. And it's next because you're not asking for too much. Maybe you're just asking the wrong somebody. And that's what I had to realize because in the beginning with dating my husband, we talked every day, whether it was through text or whether it was through a call at the end of the night, Any, anything, we said something to each other daily and we still do. I mean, we're married and live together. That's different, <laughs> but I'm saying that's not too much. And that's just one of the examples I'm saying. You have to keep your set of standards for you because that's the only you got to be happy trying to be a good woman to a whole collective of men instead of a good woman to yourself that's just a quick way to lose yourself and i don't want you girlfriends losing yourself like that not over no damn man no that's that's a quick way to diminish your self-worth diminish your confidence that's a you know trying to just please a man that even if and sometimes that man would keep the goalposts moving like okay now i want you to do this now i want you to do this do this do this and none of you is in that you're losing yourself and that's not a fulfilling or happy relationship at all so what i want you to do i listen to this podcast if you don't make your list of standards don't think about if you can get it don't think about if it's too much if it's crazy Make a list of your standards. Make a list of what you feel you need to feel satisfied and happy and connected in the relationship. Don't think about, don't picture the man in your head. Don't picture who he's going to be, where he's going to come from. Don't think about your exes that couldn't do it. Don't think about none of that. Think about, have a clean slate. Think about what it is you want. And think about boundaries that you may have not set in the past. And figure out what boundaries you need to set moving forward. Move out of that quote-unquote good woman thing and move more into being a balanced woman. You know, a balanced woman is someone that 
is right in between a good woman and a bad bitch, I would say. <laughs> Learn to be a balanced woman, meaning that you can be nice, you can be kind, you can be courteous, you can be generous, you can be all the things. But I want you to make sure that you're not being that way or being those things because you're trying to please someone or get something from someone. That means don't be a nice woman. Like if you're meeting a guy and you normally don't do certain things, but you're trying to go out your way because and you're hoping they do the same for you. Don't do that. Do it because it's the kindness of your own heart because you want them to do the same because it's the kindness out of their own heart. So what I'm saying is be that balanced woman somewhere in the middle to where you are still tending to you. You are still a good woman to you. You are still setting the standards for yourself, setting the standards for how you want to be treated, for how you want to be loved. And you are abiding by that. You're not making your plate at the table and staying there if it's not meeting your needs. I dare to get up from that table. And yeah, that's all I really got. I want you to make that list if you haven't already. I want you to be... To not be afraid to be assertive when you're dating and say, this is not good enough for me. I want you to be okay with having to let go and not having the fear that you're not going to meet someone else. Because sometimes that's what keeps us holding on. And that's what puts us into that super understanding, super nice girl. And that just gets us ran over and gets us taken advantage of. You can be a nice woman. It's not you being nice that really gets you taken advantage of. It's your lack of boundaries. It's not your good heart that gets broken into two and gets stepped all over and used and abused. It's your lack of boundaries that causes that. And so that's why I said right there in the middle, it's a balanced woman. It's a woman that has the boundaries, that is not afraid to be assertive, that knows what she wants, not stopping until she gets it, not bending on what she wants, not bending on what she needs. She's been a good woman to herself. She's putting herself first, and then what pours over, she is able to pour into others. She is delighted in herself, and she's not settling for someone that's not just as delighted in her as she is herself. Being with the wrong somebody that you're just trying to please and be a quote-unquote good woman for, that is going to damper your confidence. That's going to break your confidence. It's going to make you feel insecure. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable. It's going to make you feel all those things because now you're not, you're not really you. You're being who you think they want you to be. And that may not be clear all the time on who you think they should be because you're so busy trying to be someone else. Whenever you start feeling that way, that's not okay. That's not a healthy space for you. You should always feel comfortable being yourself. So, you know, sometimes you got to, quote unquote, scare them off. It's better than what you're going to do, be a super good woman and sit there and take whatever they give you. Or are you going to be assertive about what you want and declare it and risk possibly, quote unquote, scaring them off? You know, which one is it going to be? If you scare them off, it just makes room for <laughs> the one that's right for you. That's all it does. You want to scare off the wrong people. And not saying that you're deliberately trying to do it. But if you're setting a standard, setting a boundary, saying, well, this is what I like, this is what I want. Then if they run, let them. You know, they're not wasting your time. You know, you say a lot. You know, women say a lot that, you know, they don't want to waste their time. I don't want a man wasting my time and this and that. 
but sometimes that may require being rejected. If you're saying that, you know, I want my time wasted and I don't want to just be with someone for so long that it doesn't work and this and that and the other. But then when the rejection hits, you know, it's devastation. And I'm not saying that you should not be hurt from that, but you have to understand, like, once you come out of that, come out of, you know, once you look at the reality of things, you realize, like, okay, they're not wasting my time anymore. It wasn't it. I had to let it go. You see what I'm saying? So, it's not being such a quote-unquote good woman. Be a balanced woman. Be someone right in the middle. And make sure you have, and make sure you're always good to yourself. Good to yourself first, okay? Make sure you're being who you want to be. And being good to you. Alright? Alright. So that's for real. That's all I got for this podcast episode. As always, any bonus content will be on my Patreon. My Patreon is patreon.com forward slash I've been that girl. Link is always in the description. It's I've been that girl.net. Everything is on there. Um, everything. Like my books, my coaching, um, my Patreon, my social media links, even TikTok. All the links, all everything is there. I've been that girl.net. One stop shop. Um yeah. Well that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one. Peace out.